Demon Slayer Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Chad. Hey, I'm Ronnie. And today we are covering Season 2, Episode 3, or Episode 10, What Are You? I am a podcaster. I'm a professional podcaster. Thank you for no, asking. No, not you, Ronnie. Oh. That is the title of the episode. Okay, that's fair enough. And I thought it was a good episode. You enjoyed it? Yeah, I did. I Something about this Season 2 feeling, especially even after we got... Season 2 just feels very different than Season 1 to me. It does. It's just, I don't know if it's like it feels like there's a more overarching plot line. Um, you know, Season 1 I was kind of afraid of the monster of the week sort of thing. But I don't. I just really like it. Yeah, they go from character to character a lot during this episode. Like mm-hmm. we see the perspectives of so many different characters. I liked that. I did too. I say we hop on Let's in. Let's do it. So the first scene, it's black and white. Okay. I'm losing how many are losing track of how many films the good people of Demon Slayer have produced. Okay. We had an actual film. Yeah. Then we had the opening of a film last episode, and now what are they doing? They're going black and white on us. They are. They are. And it's very uh, cinematic. It's almost like it is a film reel. It's not just a black and white. <laughs> yeah. Thing. You know yeah. what I mean? I, I wondered. I was like, wait, when did I put the tape on? <laughs> so we have one of the house sluts uh, calling Whoa! out. I mean, sorry. Dude. <laughs> we have one of the house mistresses. Is that what you call them? It's not even close to the word sluts. How did you confuse that? They're calling out one another. Okay. The one with the creepy smile then looks to abduct her as well, okay? That is, okay, so that is the Very one... Very creepy smile. That is the one issue I had through 85% of this episode was all of the different women that were kind of being thrown at us, and I had a hard time being like... Deciphering, or... <laughs> deciphering yeah, which, which one it was. Mm-hmm. Are they... Obviously, there were some who were clearly, I'm like, okay, yeah, they were hitting children, they were bad, but then there were other ones where I was like, okay, is this, am I being pranked right now? Is it, what am I, if, am I seeing what it seems? They all look very similar, is yeah, what you're trying to that's say. that's what I'm trying and to get at. come to find out, all of these vanishings that have been happening within this little town have happened whenever this person arrived, okay? The one with the creepy smile. I right. know they all look the same, but this one has like an eerily creepy smile. Okay. Yeah, there's a lot to talk about all that yeah. as well because we are in different houses and there's kind of stuff going on in each house. It does get confusing. Um, like I said, we go from so many different perspectives and even with the, the housemaids. That's why I'm just so glad to have you at the helm. I know oh I'm, in God. Good, I'm in good hands. And then we go right into the OP. And I, it's one of these OPs that I watch every time. I never skip it. Really? You yeah. never skip it? I enjoy it because it's just such a good tune and then the... The visuals are awesome too. So I do like this one. It's just kind of more of a note-taking habit now. So than more so than anything, I skip it. Of course you do. You don't. You're not an anime <laughs> watcher. You don't appreciate the fine things in life. I mean, I've seen it a few times though. Yeah, once. You saw it last episode. And you never one. know. You never know me. Like next time, maybe I'll be uh, eating some ribs and my hands will be messy. So I'm like, oh, I guess I'm gonna watch it this time. Yeah. And I'll enjoy it when I do. All right. Just like the ribs. So, we're in Tokyo, Yashawara. That's right. And we have a horny man. He's entering the Agamotto house, uh, blushing and all, okay? So, he is entering the house of Ojimoto, who happens to be the house that Inosuke is in. Okay. I mean, I thought they did a pretty good portrayal of a guy who's, like, legally going into a uh, brothel. Whorehouse, yeah. I didn't call it that. Oh, you said brothel, yeah. An, okay, ofi- yeah, an yeah. official brothel. Yeah, they did a pretty good job of him. He does act like somebody that would be doing that. I have never joined one of these houses, now, what but if I, will, I did, I would walk in just like this. What I will say, the problem that I did have is, wasn't it like 3 p.m.? Didn't it seem like it was like 3 p.m. outside? It, it was daylight, but then again, the people entering these places do... It just seems like they would be going around that time. Can you just imagine, like how much money people would lose doing this like that guy that guy was going to not just have a one hour experience he was there for a weekend i feel like Mm -hmm. like he took off early friday around lunchtime got there about 2 p.m 3 p.m he was checking in 
and he was just going to stay there for a weekend. The saddest thing is he might have been a minimum wage worker, and he's blowing his whole entire last two paychecks on this. And you know it's a situation where it's not all-inclusive. Like, they are going to hit you with extra charge, extra charge after extra charge. Yeah, imagine getting one of the new ones, young ones. Oh, my gosh. Like, he's going to know. He's like, okay, i got to stay away from the mini fridge. But the simplest of things, he's going like he's going to grab the wrong type of, uh, excuse my French, lube. And they're going to be like, oh, that one actually costs 30 more dollars than the one that we put in the back of the drawer. Yeah. It's name brand. When he sees the bill at the end of this weekend, he's going to be horror struck. So we get that view of him on the outside about to walk in, and then it shows us on the inside that we have the demon who has Machio chained up, one of Tingen's wives. and My favorite. Well, I say chained up, but yes, she is. She, both, Wait, she can't be your favorite too? I call her. I, no, I like both of her. Both of her things. What do you mean? I mean... I like her as a human. She seemed oh, like yeah. she, That's she, what I meant. I like her as a like person. She seems like she's got a great personality. Yeah. <laughs> she is just got a great shining personality. <laughs> can't do anything but just stare straight into those eyes. You can't miss her personality. Yeah. <laughs> so oh, I say chained up, but she's technically not chained up. It's like a scarf looking uh, we come I think we find out later that it's like kimono wrapping. Yeah. Uh, it's like um Yeah, you ever have a robe and have those things that tie off the robe? It's like more lucrative yes. of those. That's exactly Okay, there you go. I was looking all episode to find a way to describe this. You just described it for me. It is like a robe, the end of a robe and it's extended outwardly for miles. <laughs> have you ever had a robe? No. I will, for whatever reason, my parents, I think, got Trav and I robes when we were probably in, like, seventh and fourth grade, <laughs> which now that I'm thinking about it, like, obviously, I didn't, I wasn't organized enough to consistently wear a robe, but there was probably, like, a week or two after Christmas where I was like, oh, my robe, and just the idea of a young Ronnie, like, getting out of the shower and walking getting around, robed out. coming down to the kitchen for a snack and a robe, yeah. <laughs> just makes me laugh. Just all robe-dobe-dobed. So, now I did have a problem. Uh, what is the wife's name again? Machio. I don't know if you're still at that scene or not, but she did. She referred to Tengen as something that I didn't appreciate. So I am at that scene. Now you talk about that. I just don't like. First of all, I thought it was a little sketch that he had three wives uh, to begin with. I'm a one woman man, uh, and the fact that he called him Let's Lord see. Tengen. Mm-hmm. I don't like a woman calling their husband Lord. That is a Japanese formal speaking. Ronnie, and I don't. And I don't like Ronnie. that. I don't like it. Like they would care. call me senpai. I don't care senpai how formal. That's the whole idea of marriage. Like drop the formalities. If it's not, if I wedge you and you're calling me Lord, I don't care if I am a Lord. He's the Lord of the household, and that's how it should be, and that's how it always will be well, she's in Japan because they're cultured. She's in a brothel. <laughs> Well, I mean, good point. Never does mind. he even have it? Does he even own property? I don't know. He's a Hashira. He Can he be a lord to. if he doesn't own property? Wait, if she called him Hashira Tengen, I still wouldn't like it, but I would be a little bit more approving. Yeah, she gets squeezed a lot. Okay, and then we leave that scene. I bet she does. <laughs> oh yeah. If I was her lord, that's exactly what I would be doing. After seeing her in this scene, I bet she gets squeezed a lot. My goodness. We then see. In the Kyoguku house that Zenitsu is in there, okay? And he's trying to figure out what he should do. He's actually being pretty calm right here. Like, he's thinking in his own head. Yeah, um, no, I noticed it until 20 seconds went by, and he was perhaps, I think, the most annoying he's ever been. Well, I shouldn't say no, that. No, he, he's being hush-hush. He's not sure exactly what he should do, but he's having thoughts go through his head, Ronnie, okay? And then he hears something, and his senses start tingling, Okay. <laughs> His senses start tingling real bright, and he realizes that there's a crisis on his hands because there's a young girl crying in the background. Right. So what did he swoop? You know, he's all calm now. He's going to swoop in and save the day. But then, okay, we go back to the demon. Oh. Yeah. We were close to there, but we go back to the demon. What a trick you've pulled. 
she keeps calling Makio and the other housemaids. Uh, she's basically calling them sluts. What? And I don't saying, remember. I don't remember ever reading the word slut on my subtitles. It, she didn't say the word slut, but the the thing she was describing him as made me think of that word. What was she describing him as? You don't know. You took the easy way out. That's bad note taking. No, it's not. You halfway read and you wrote the word sluts. And I didn't write the word sluts because that's the first word that came to my head. Or I, I wrote it. I typed yeah, it. Yeah, so you, it's on your notes. She said that y'all aren't that pretty and y'all just handy. I like to think that she said something along the lines of like, you you are all very beautiful and you use your beauty to your own power and you've made a monopoly and you're a great businesswoman who's no. at the top of her game and you were like oh wow that's a lot of positivity she, she positivity said your body women. gets passed just, around she did not say that mm-hmm. she never said passed around maybe not in that manner but yeah, she said not something in that along manner. those lines well, she, that's what she said, okay? Bad note Squeeze her harder with I the scarf. I called them scarf tentacles. I do not align myself with my cohorts of views. What do you think about scarf tentacles? Is that a pretty good? Yeah, that is exactly, exactly what they are. That's the right. first good We're, note that I, you had. Scarf tentacles. That's what we're going to call them. She says, make any noise and I'll pulverize all of your organs. So. Ouch. <laughs> it's going to be hard to pulverize those big headlights in the front, but. She's not a car. <laughs> Don't call them headlights. So. <laughs> there is, I mean, you would never have to turn on your brights with those bad boys no. if those are headlights. My goodness, so. yeah. <laughs> Leave them on dim. Those are some LED monster truck lights right there. Those are the kind of things where you have to literally, you ever get a car behind you that's so aggressive with their headlights that you have to, like, duck out of range of your rear view mirror so they're not reflecting yeah. in your and eyes. And you're like, oh, turn off your brights, and then you find out they don't even have their brights on. Right. Right, yeah. And then because you're kind of a, a beta driver, you're going 15 under the speed limit, then they turn the brights on to mm-hmm. make you go faster, and you're like, whoa! That is sums up you to a T. And then you just pull over, and you're like, I'll wait for them to go by. <laughs> Clearly they're in a hurry. That is Ronnie to a T. <laughs> We then see a Nosuke. Um, he's investigating. Okay, he's doing a pretty good job here. No, I love this little James Bond episode. I said James Bond is James Bond a detective? He's not, right? He's just like an he's assassin. a spy. Yeah, like so an assassin spy. spy. Yeah. I can I be honest? What I've never once seen a James Bond movie. Can I be honest with you? Have you not either? I've not either. I've played the games back in the day. I played some GoldenEye. I've played some games. I'm Nightfire, aware 007, of them. Nightfire. I think I can name three James Bonds. Let's try. 007 Nightfire. No, I'm saying Daniel Craig. Oh. Um, <laughs> all right, so that's one. I put myself in this game. Let's see. That's the only one um, I can name. One of that. One of those other guys. I don't. I want to say Mel Gibson, but that's not right. Keanu Reeves. Uh, one of the. Keep going. I'm on it. He's investigating. He finds what seems to be Makio's room because the food that is left there has not been eaten. And he's getting a creepy vibe from that area. Pierce Brosnan and Sean Connery. Those are the ones I was looking for. Of course. So he runs for it, slams open the door to see that the room is completely empty, has been dismantled a little bit, and it even has wind in it. Okay, a closed off room with wind in it. It's called it's called air conditioning. He's not <laughs> right. used to AC. He lives on a mountain. <laughs> Dude, how funny is that? Actually, thinking about that, he has no idea what AC is. Which I mean, he's lived in rooms over at the Butterfly Mansion, so that's not the case. But I would love the. I feel like they don't have AC. You don't think so? All right. Well, then I've got half a second of a uh, conspiracy theory that the wind actually has nothing to do with the demon. It's just AC and. Uh, Okay. And Nosuke's not used to That's that. All, I like that a lot. Except for the fact that he does pick up a bowl of food laying there and throws it at the attic and realizes that somebody's in the attic. Are you saying besides because that's a waste of food? Is that what you're saying? What? He could have thrown anything else. He could have thrown anything, but he right. grabbed the food and threw it. So it's just, very, I don't know, it seemed unnecessary, but that's Wrong. fine. Wrong. Yeah, it was stupid. Yeah, stupid. So he then sees the, the footsteps basically from the attic. He can like read them. Well, I think he, I think you can like hear him. Yeah, but he's like reading them. It's like a uh, almost footprints. It's like his uh, beast breathing. Yeah, that's how, that's how I imagine this. He's using his beast breathing to, 
breathing. Beast breathing. Well Holy said. shit, that's hard to say. To kind of inoculate where the uh, footsteps are coming from. Well, yeah, I mean, he is part... It's something he picked up back on the uh, the mountain with George Borman. With jo- yeah, George Borman taught him everything. <laughs> he taught him everything you knew, including in a heightened sense of smell. So he starts chasing it. He starts chasing it throughout the entire house. Um, he's yelling in his man voice. He's completely dropped the act here. Um, and a piece of advice to any of those in his way, watch out. Oh, watch out, because the horny gentleman from earlier, he walks in his way. Anosuke goes to throw a punch. And just when he does, uh, HM, horny man, walks right there and takes a fist to the face. Uh, he feels really bad about it. He gets him some ice. He, no, he doesn't care at all about him. Does not care at all. This is literally a horny bonk. And it's the hilarious. The guy got bonked. It's hilarious because the guy walks around the corner, sees a Nosuke coming, and is like, wow, that's a pretty girl. And then just gets absolutely decked. So he kind of deserved it. I don't know what it is about the entertainment district that makes people so stupid, but that'll be... I, he, I think he was drunk, is what... Because it looked like him blushing and stuff. In anime, if you're blushing really heavy, you're either in love, horny, drunk, or all three. Or cosplaying a girl. Which is what, girl, which yeah. is what all our characters are doing. They just look like guys, except they have some blush, and they're like, they're all fooled. Yep. Every single one of them. So then we go back to Winitsu, who finds Wrong. a young girl crying. Yes, this is Winitsu. In no, his it purest, is not. Dude, this is Winitsu in his purest form. If he you has, don't think what he's he about has, to do. He has a moment of Winitsu, but it's after a long slogging of Zenitsu. Get through your notes, and I'll tell you when it becomes Winitsu. Well, he finds the girl crying, okay, and he goes to check on her. Nope. What's wrong with that? Nope. Then say it. What he does is do the most unnecessary yelling I've ever experienced from just opening a door, seeing a girl crying in a messy room. Yeah, Why seeing does a he do young that? girl crying, would you not be worried? Uh, would, I, would I yell at her? He didn't yell. He just raised his voice. He raised his voice. He yelled at her, which, in my experience, does not help when young women are crying. Well, right when he does that, guess what? Somebody walks up behind him, and then he feels a demon presence. Yeah, and I wonder why someone walked up behind him. Maybe because they heard him from seven rooms down. If he used his inside voice, we wouldn't have even had this situation. They heard a woman crying, okay, and that's exactly what he heard. So, yeah, he starts talking to this lady now who's asking what's going on. And she's still right behind him. He I re- think she literally said, she said, what's up with all the yelling? <laughs> he realizes that he might be screwed because he can kind of sense that this demon is uh, it's pretty pretty good. Might be a pretty high up demon. Um, he even says it might be an upper rank. So the fact that he could sense that right away is not a good sign for Winitsu. Because this thing could easily take him out. Still Zenitsu at the moment. This lady starts calling him out and saying that he is very ugly. Okay, and that he has. She's very ugly. Sorry, she. Because once again, they're all fooled by this. She, even though she kind of catches on here in a little bit that it's a he. I would say maybe even in this moment has terrible hair color too. And I'm gonna I'm gonna defend Zenitsu in this way, um, just off a looks circumstance rather than just like a human being because I think he's kind of annoying. Um, but from a looks thing, he's no uglier than Tanji and Inosuke. Well, I mean, Inosuke, I think he's uglier well, than Inosuke. But well, yeah, he's Tanji. Not, I mean, Inosuke, that, uh, poor choice of words. As a girl, I think he's doing fine. Yeah. As a boy being a girl, you know? He's doing fine. He's doing just as good as Tanji. I don't think he's like an ugly girl. Right. He's a, he's a boy girl like that, I can see. Well, this demon's mean. Because she's very mean. She goes, she's pissed off at this young girl because she's not supposed to be in this room, first off. I wouldn't call her and a demon, I'd call her a witch. She didn't clean the room, anyways. She's just sitting there crying. So she grabs the young child by the ear, raises her up, and the ear starts bleeding, which you is can't, wild. You can't do that, right? That is child abuse. No, Ronnie, you cannot do that. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Right. I mean, you're right, but also not what I meant. Like, legitimately, legitimately, if we didn't have, if we were psychopaths, I lay you down, ear up on the ground, right? 
how far can I get your body raised if I'm just holding your lobes? Here's what the child did. You can technically do that because the child was getting up while, because she's saying get up. So the child does start to get up, but it's just being yanked too. No, I know all that. I'm not saying this girl's ears should have ripped off. I'm saying me and you, if we conducted an experiment and you were laying down. No, no, no. I know. You couldn't. I'm saying you couldn't. I don't think it's possible. That's what I'm saying. Yes, I don't think it's possible. Like, is your whole like is your ear just gonna rip off? Yeah, I wouldn't be getting up. Think, think about that. Are you not like? I am. I'm making a mental image of that. I'm saying if I was stuck to the ground and the only you had to lift me up, you don't have to be stuck to the ground either, right? If I'm laying on the ground and the only way to get me up is to pull me up by the ear, (laughs) I'm saying it's not possible. No, my ear would probably rip off. Rip off. Yes. Uh, too much. It. There's too much weight. Now, maybe like a 40-pound uh, human, maybe. But I think once you get to the, the poundage of like 100 or more, I just don't think it's possible. No, I don't think so either, but that's oh, so crazy. God, it's got to hurt. Pull your ear a little bit. Think about think about that. Oh, oh. We got to try that, man. There's got to be a video <laughs> out there. got to try that. <laughs> oh, you never hear about that in like all those documentaries, those true crime documentaries. Where was the serial killer that was like, oh, he was really into like sedating oh, people to where they couldn't move and then trying to pick them up by their ears? He was experimenting. I mean, there's a few serial killers that definitely cut off some ears, but yeah, I don't think I know, that they've ever tried that. How How has no one ever tried that? Because I mean, that's just stupid. I don't know. But let me get. Let me ask this. No one has ever because no one in their even a serial killer is like that is the dumbest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I agree, but you they gotta have. I think they're some of the most curious people, serial killers, right? So yeah. it's like, have you ever... I bet heard... they've tried to pick people up by their testicles. Do you think this is... I know, that. so that was what I was going to say. There's always been the rumor of the legend. I don't, you tell me what you think about it. And I hate talking about this, I really do, but it's so... I find it course, yeah. you know, interesting. Even though you're smiling. That you can open ever. up your uh, you could open up your sack. To open up your sack, it takes the same amount of pressure that it does opening up a chip bag. Mm-hmm. We literally just opened up chip bags like... 30 minutes ago we and did. I don't believe that statement there's we, no way that I could open up my sack right now so you think that's false I mean I bet it is in some cases but I feel like you think you're well built yeah I feel like at least no, family that, size that is one that I feel like back in school I thought oh my god that's probably right I think it takes a little bit more force now maybe not much but I, I would say at least a little bit But so we can agree that serial killers have definitely tried that yeah but they haven't tried the ear thing you don't think no. Okay. I think I'm good. It's just, that's weird, you know, how they haven't. So this is where I think you want to call Zenitsu Winitsu. Because when she grabs this child like that, he grabs her by the arm. He sacks the fuck up mm-hmm. and tells her to stop. He Winitsu's here. I mean, if you see anything like this, this is not normal. This is definitely child abuse. But the fact that she's a demon... And he still does this, and he said she might even be an upper rank, and he still does this, Ronnie. That is Winitsu to a T. It is Winitsu, but also the problem is is, is it's like one of these moments where he stands up uh, for her, but not in any successful way. This only happens one way. You know what I mean? But that's he what I'm should've... saying. He knows how scared has he always been of something especially stronger than him. He is standing up to an upper rank right now. Right. He didn't. He didn't go into it trying to accomplish anything like he literally just did it because he felt like he had to where i feel like he should have at least done some thunder move he literally went into it thinking i'm gonna that grab would give his cover away <laughs> i okay first of all if he can sense that this is a higher demon if we don't think the demon can uh find out that this is a demon slayer well as soon as he grabs her which arm. which she does yeah. <laughs> as soon as he grabs her arm i think that kind of gives it away if he if he uses a little bit more force than a, a woman would in there i'm just saying he did he could have made more of an effort to help himself as a guy i'm like watching i'm like all right you did what you had to do but you could have okay. tried a little harder yeah because yeah okay ronnie I mean, because Ollie... He stands up to an upper rank, and what do you do? You shit on him some more. That just shows that you... It doesn't matter if Winitsu 
literally kills Muzan. You will never respect this guy. It's just like, how much credit can I give a guy who, oh, he grabbed her arm after he hit a girl, and then he himself got knocked out? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Ronnie. Oh, thanks for that, bro. Thank you. If Tanji did this, he'd be like, oh, this just shows his extreme capable uh, upper strength of standing up I called him Winitsu. He's just still, you know. Well, you know what? When he kills Muzan at the end of this series and marries Nezuko, I hope you hate it. It's just a shame that since he grabbed his her arm, he got knocked out, whereas if he played it a little bit smarter, maybe he could have gone and gotten assistance, but instead he got knocked out when he woke up. He uh, was surrounded by three girls and then got captured. Yeah. But Sure, if he sprinted off, she would definitely just let him get away. Well, I don't know if you notice, she's a bit busy. So, we go back to the Takito house. Which is where... There's no way it's called the Takito house. Takito. I was going to say, there's no way it is a flour tortilla wrapped in meats and cheeses and then put on a roller grill at your local convenience store. (laughs) That is not what the name of this house is. This is where Tanji resides. Or if you go to even more of a white trash uh, gas station, they're just called Tornadoes because... They're like, oh, wow, Americans cannot pronounce the word taquitos. We do not know what that means. Let's just call them tornadoes. So me, this is where Tanji is, and uh, he's being a great house slave. He's not meaning to be, but that's what he's doing. <laughs> well, I think he is meaning to be. Well, yeah, he's definitely meaning to be. He's cleaning up the entire house. He's trimming flowers. I mean, he, everything is just so neat and tidy. He's just a great worker. Is there anything he can't do? Yeah, he can't kill a upper-rank demon. Well... He hasn't. He also has not been killed by an upper rank demon either. He also hasn't done it. Doesn't mean that he can't do it. He hasn't. He hasn't been. He hasn't admitted defeat. He hasn't played cosplayed a woman very well. I think he has. Everyone keeps calling him a girl. I don't think he has because they washed off his face and said, "Oh, this girl is disgusting. Look at this scar." <laughs> but they're still calling him a girl. <laughs> Doing very well. So he's being very overly nice and helpful, um, almost to a point where it's annoying, where like you have somebody that works so good and is such a kiss-ass to you that you don't know whether it's fake or not. That's like he's on the teetering edge right there. You know what I mean? No, I do know what you mean, but he's also doing, yeah. He's He's doing such a good job. He's doing such a good job. It's on the teetering edge, but you realize, oh, okay, this is how he truly is. But if he keep if he brings it up like one more notch, you would think it's fake. That's the well. That's the problem. He's where it gets annoying is when you get to the point where you're like, listen, I've got nothing else for you, and they keep asking. Then it's like, all right, yeah, you want to throw hands right now? Yeah, this is what I got for you, son. I gave you eight tasks. I've got nothing else. If you're gonna keep talking to me, let's throw some hands. It's just funny to see the difference in these <clears throat> these three uh, girls. Well, the three girls as in Tanji and Nozuke and yeah, Zen is in it. <laughs> right, right. But the way that they're portraying themselves. Yeah, that was in my notes as well. It's just like the other two are obviously dealing with some demon situations, and then this guy's li- literally wiping down the floors. <laughs> yeah, and trimming flowers in a pot. I, I, I guarantee you, like, half of that stuff, they didn't even ask him to do. He just did it. Well, they were like, here's the mop. And he was like, no, it's not going to, it's not, everyone knows the mop doesn't get everything you need. Uh, yeah. I'm just going to use this paper towel. I'm going to use this roll of bounty paper towels. So we go back to Enoko, which is what they call him. I don't know what they call Zenitsu and Tanji. I don't know if I missed it here, if they just didn't use the girl names. But Inosuke's girl name here is Enoko. Mm-hmm. And I, I kind of like that. That's cool I like name. that as well. Um, he's about to get in trouble, though, by the madam of the house. Apparently, you can't just go around punching HMs. Right. And they, because they see that he also busted a wall. They're like, (laughs) how did that happen? But they walk into the room that he's in, and he is in the weirdest body contorting position where he has his hind legs up at his head. Um, And that is how, that is how he's using his beast breathing to formulate where this thing is. I mean, it's like, it's like if a cop gets behind you and you turn down the stereo. It's what he's doing is things that don't matter to try and help. Right. We do that too. We do do that. We're like, oh, I gotta drive better. Let me turn down the volume. Yeah. So we go back to Winitsu, and he's still talking shit to this demon. When he then gets fucking dropped, it wasn't even a backhanded slap. I wa- I replayed it. 
It's a backhanded fist. So that's wild right here. You don't hear about that move a whole lot. No, you don't. Because it's not even with the knuckles. It's with the back of the hand that she hits him with. And that's just one of the... That's just disrespectful, dude. Is, <laughs> it is very disrespectful. Yeah, and he goes flying because, I mean, that's well, a hard yeah, hit. I would And too. she's a demon. Because the thing what it does is it adds more density to it. So you're basically... It's basically like a slap punch. It's the one way to do a slap punch. Because if you think about it, the back of your hand... Like, this is the back of my hand. Listen to this. Mm-hmm. That slap. But when I got a fist and I drive through, you know, the hand, it kind of folds away. So it's kind of a quick, it's yep. like a, you follow through. When I do a backhanded fist, that fist, I, it's got to go all the way through. So it's carrying on in momentum. Yeah, it's just you don't want to be hit by that. It's That is usually a ploy that people use when they try to, like say you're in a sporting event and they're like flailing their arms. They try to say it was an accident. Yeah. When they do something like that, and it's never an accident. Well, for those of you who don't watch UFC, I mean, I am a very, I'm pay per viewing every single one of those. Mm-hmm. There is, it's very common to see backhanded fist by yeah. professionals. They're yeah, doing yeah. a. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, he gets dropped. We then, um, we then see that this demon's name is, it's hard to pronounce here, Watahinbi. Is that how you say it? Oh no! They um. Do you have it spelled out right? I think so. W a t a h i n b e. Let me see. Wata Hanbia. <laughs> at one point in the episode, they um they made a point to say like the ending of the name is pronounced a certain way. Right, and, like, right, right. All of them have those endings. But it, it that was one of those. I kind of skipped over that story a little bit because it was meaningless in the end. Well, except for how to say this demon's name. Kind of. But <laughs> but the whole point was, the, the reason I skipped over it is because the whole point was, oh, every, every person that has that little last name gives the same smug look that you get, which is kind of just... No, that's fine. I'm not criticizing for having it. I'm just saying when I was watching the episode, Himbe. That sounds better. I think that's the H I M B E instead of H I N B E. Yes. So what is the name now? Wada Himbe or Himbe. Wada Himbe. That sounds way better than whatever you tried to say Wada the first him- time. Basically just Wada Himbe. Wada Him, it's Wada Him instead of Wada Hen. Yes. I think that's correct. Got that M and N, you know they get switched up yep. every now and then. The demon is getting scolded. His name wasn't Haranbe. Wow, what a throwback, dude. R.I.P., man. Really not a throwback to me. I think about him quite often. Let's go Bengals. Getting scolded for having people commit. Name it. What is the, the name of what they commit when they leave? Uh, I would have to go back to my notes from last oh, episode. I'm sorry. Ronnie. I don't have it either. Oh, okay. I think I spelt it wrong. It was like Ashenbe or something. You're struggling with the spelling, huh? Yeah. Ashenbi? Yeah, you got it. No, Ashenuke. Ashenuke, yes, because they nuke themselves from the place. That's how I remembered it. Ashenuke. For committing Hashenuke and bullying them, calling them ugly, just being being a bitch. Okay? <laughs> right, right. So, yeah, we get this long conversation between a madam and a demon. Okay, this is a little flashback here. This madam realizes that this lady must be a demon... Okay, this is where she mentioned the whole Himbe thing. Oh, all the people that had the last name Himbe were always mean and always gave a smug look. Okay, yes, yeah, so what you're doing is you're uh, talking in a negative connotations about like... It's just a dumb story, okay? Because it has not like... It's a demon. She just figures out this lady. Well, I think well, we were making fun of uh, Inosuke's detective skills and I think this woman right here was a great detective. She just made she was. one major flaw and you're... You're kind of shitting on her detective skills, which is, you know, I don't appreciate. I wouldn't have done it if it was my time to take notes, but it's fine. It's your episode. Yeah. So she tries to do something to this lady. She realizes that she must not be human. As she has a knife behind her back. She goes to do something to the demon, and what happens? She obviously gets wrecked. Stands no chance. And I want to give this show a lot of credit. Although, in a way, it's incredibly frustrating as a professional podcaster. Yeah, the number of times I think I have a point to make on microphone that then basically instantly gets you know 
to the point where it doesn't matter what I think because the show says exactly what I was going to say is it's happened in just the second part of this season like five times. Yeah, I know you've said it. I can remember at least four or five instances where you've said it on the podcast. So it's obviously going to just keep happening. So this is my final way of just being like, now, what were you about to say, though? What was because when she did this, my first thought when like she's holding this knife behind her back is I was like laughing, and I was going to make this whole point. Because obviously she was going to die. And I was like, oh, I can't wait to get on the microphone and make fun of this girl for being like, I figured you out. I put all the pieces together, and I've realized that you're a demon. And then the demon's like, I wouldn't have said that if I were you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Even the demon was like, if you figured all that out, why would you tell me? Yeah, yeah. And I was like, damn it. Right. It's one of those where the lady tried to be courageous, but it was so stupid. So extremely stupid. But I, it does show, I think, in a funny way, like really good writing from the people, you know, whether it's a manga thing or Demon Slayer, just because like it essentially would have been a hole that I could have laughed at, at like how stupid it was that she said like it was just to move the plot along. But then the fact that they have the character be like, why would you say that? <laughs> yeah. Uh, so she brings the old lady up in the air, okay, above the houses, approximately 50 feet, if I had an estimation here. I think that's a pretty good guess. And what she does is, Ronnie, she just drops her from there, lets her fall to her death. I consider ourselves lucky. I was very, very concerned about what the sound was going to be, and it wasn't bad at all. It wasn't too bad, yeah. Um, it, it, because it was it was at a height. No. It was at just enough height to where it wasn't that high. Mm. <laughs> I got to disagree with the amount of blood that I saw pouring out from the back of her skull. Well, the, what, what sucked for this lady <laughs> is she didn't do a good job of trying to land. <laughs> I mean, you're right. She didn't... There was which, no which, foiling of the arms. Which just, makes me think that she like squeezed her really tight before she dropped her so she couldn't do much. Okay. Is what I'm, because she just fell flat on her face. Yeah, you well, flat on her back. Or I mean, flat on her back, yeah, sorry. You gotta try and manipulate yourselves to just shatter your legs there. Right. You gotta try. Because that at that height, you can lift from that. Um, For the 50 feet that you guessed, right? Yeah. Yeah, I just thought we were very lucky to just get a very strong thud rather than any kind of, like, skull-shattering, squishing sounds. She, she didn't aim for the bushes. What movie is that? Where they're like The aim. Other Guys. <laughs> Which is a weird... That was like... The Other Guys... I gotta f- pull up The Other Guys real quick. Aim for the bushes. <laughs> the Other Guys... I think was like the first rated R movie that I somehow got like oh it's PG thirteen never mind, um, I just remember sitting in the theater it came out in two thousand ten so Ronnie was like fourteen years old, I think it was, I felt like I was getting away with something being with yeah. my friends to see the other guys in theater, and when that happened, it was also the first time that I had just seen like what I thought to be main characters just die in the first 15 minutes and it just left me shook. It was hilarious. That's one of the, thinking back on that, that is an absolutely hilarious scene. I know, I could not recall one other part of that movie. Just that. But it was a film because of that scene. Aim for the bushes. (laughs) Spoiler alert for anyone who hasn't seen the other guys. They don't get to the bushes. No. They're on a 400-foot building. <laughs> oh, so good. That's okay. Great. That's great. Who would have thought? Yeah, this is what you go to the podcast yeah. for, people. You never know when you're going to get a, the other guy's film referencing. So the demon goes back inside, and to her surprise, Michael Jackson, a.k.a. Mm-hmm. Muzon, is there. A.k.a. Smooth Criminal. Smooth. He is a smooth criminal. She instantly goes to her knees... Starts, you know, praising him. That's what every demon seems to do when they're around Muzon. And he compliments her for devouring a bunch of humans. And you know what I thought? If we were, we're already professional podcasters, but what if we were top tier podcasters, we would have a soundboard. And I played the game, like we don't have a soundboard, obviously. But I was playing the game of a producer and was like, what Michael Jackson sound would we play every time Muzon was on screen if we had a soundboard? What do you think? <laughs> Yeah, that one. I thought it would be something like that. Something just like, like that, or or just be like smooth criminal. Yeah. and then we just keep talking. 
Wow, should uh, be cool if we had a soundboard, but we don't. God, or like a, we could easily watch some South Park because they've got a bunch of Michael Jackson episodes. I'm sure they have some good lines that we could throw in there. Help us on our podcasting journey. Patreon.com slash Ronnie and Chad. Yes, we'll buy everything. Literally, we we aren't... When you pay us, it's going directly for the podcast. Yeah, we have definitely not uh, done any podcast retreats to a spa where we sit next to each yeah. other and get uh, pedicures. We're like money. we're like Mr. Beast. Whatever we make goes right back into right what back we're doing. into it. That's why we have which up to this point has been a hundred and thirty five dollars. <laughs> he says, Hashir. Hashira could recognize us easily, but others cannot. So that's pretty crazy that he says that the Hashira could recognize him easily too. Um, it's weird how Tanji is the only one that's ever seen him in person. How wild is that? Ever seen him in person and like caught on to him quick. Right, which he did have the scent from him just because that's who killed his family. Killed his family. But it's very interesting how no... Hashira has ever seen him or maybe they have but he's so good at concealing I don't know well he says another thing about the Hashiras here in a second in regards to this woman that kind of was crazy to me so her name is Maki okay how weird is that because of Chainsaw Man what was the one of the wives name I only know the one, and I don't know it right now. Wasn't it Makio? Makio? Yeah, Maki and Makio. So they're one letter off, I think. How sure? How positive are you on all that? I'm not very sure. <laughs> yeah, Makio. I might, I might have gotten this entirely wrong, but I'm pretty sure he said her name is Maki. He calls her Maki here. Okay. Um, um. Obviously, I can't look anything up because I could potentially get spoiled. So. You'll have to figure so that yeah, out. So, yeah, oh, yeah. And I forgot, too, it does call her an upper six. When she drops mm-hmm. the lady from up top, it says upper six. Yeah. But she keeps talking. And I'm to not me. attracted to her at all. Wait, what? When she, you know what happened, right? Did, no. Her, her dress. Yeah, you know. She her, used all of that to go up top. Her clothing wasn't attractive at all. And when her, her because she uses her dress tentacles. Yeah. She's scantily clad, and I didn't, I really didn't even. Uh, okay. It's a, you know it's a drawing so it didn't really <clears throat> didn't do anything. It is a know. drawing. I'm just I want you to realize that. Yeah yeah, yeah yeah no she had just like a really hot I mean a uh, really scarcely clothed uh, outfit on that. Yeah. yeah, she was there. For, right. I, hopefully when we see what if or when we see the other two wives I'm hoping they're not scantily dressed either. You know I hope not. It, all I'm saying is this place looks like it gets cold in the evening. I know times. that's what. I'm, yeah, they so, better have a fire on deck. Hopefully they, they are. are layered up, layered up, girls. More layers. Muzan says he has high hopes for her um, because she's so beautiful and has disposed of seven Hashira. How wild is that? She has killed seven Hashira. She has had to be here for a long time. Well, that's what I'm. Because, and she's only the six. So like upper six. If you think, which I mean, I guess she could have been alive for hundreds of years, right? Well, she could, but the fact that upper six, like I think Muzan's got these pretty ranked, like you know, I think he stays up late at night ranking them. You know, I don't think that six. To me, if she's six, the other five have probably killed equal to or more. Or more like think of Akiza. I mean, we know he already he killed Rengoku. So mm-hmm. There's one. How many do you think he's killed? So he's a just, th- upper three. You know, I don't want to flex my math skills on you, everyone, too hard, but that would mean 42 Hashiras died. Hey. Wow. Do better, guys. <laughs> Train harder. Train harder. I don't know, man. I mean, God, does that mean, how long have the upper six been around? I mean, the upper ranks, didn't they say that they haven't changed in forever? It's been, only, yeah, that part I do know. They so been a so long that time. just means that the... None of the upper ranks die. Basically, die, that's why so. they, that's why they've killed so many Hashiras. And, they, and then the funny thing about that is, like, the two interactions we've seen between the upper ranks and uh, Muzan is, like, you would think that that means that they've known each other for more than, like, a century. And yet, when they talk to him, it's like how you, someone would talk to their boss they've known for three months. Yeah. And they get, like, called in for a review. 
they're kind of like, oh, she's kind of like, oh, Muzan, hey, uh, hey, how's it going? <laughs> and he, I like how he talks to her. He like calls her beautiful, and it's all he's risen her up, and then uh, yeah, he's talking literally with Ozzy or Akaza. He was such a dick to him. Yeah, well, obviously it's because he's attracted to her, which I'm not. Um, and he's talking to her like it's her year review. <laughs> yeah. Like she's perhaps been doing this for a hundred years, and he's like, "You just have so much potential if you just like keep working hard." You're like, how about you come to the back of my office with me? <laughs> he's like, "Yeah, with your beauty, you just have. I know you've killed seven, but the number that you you could kill is endless. You're just it's infinite. You were one of my top. You were one of my top prospects. You were timeless. You're ranked six, and you have so much room to grow." So we flash forward back into uh, where Winitsu gets hit. This bitch hit him hard. Okay, he went flying. He's knocked out. But another employee gentleman of the house sees this and begs her to forgive Lady Winitsu. And this isn't just any employee. This is the master. This is the master. He's in charge of this woman. A wink. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's the pimp. Uh, She intensely turns nice. Yeah, and says she may have acted out, um, and calms down. She like instantly just flips the switch. So this guy saved Winitsu here, barely saved his ass. But yeah, I mean, if this was a woman, they're dead. Yeah. And I don't know how they're gonna clean that up, but I guess she's not worried about that. Yeah, I think she was ready to give it all up. I mean, she even says here she's She's ready to kill and devour them all. So. <laughs> that is a good hint. Yeah. yeah, but the fact that it wasn't a woman and she gets away with it, she's like, "All right, I'll play it off for just a little bit, but I'm getting ready to just." She's like, "Yeah, anything you say, master." Yeah, as so, the guy's on his knees. Oh yeah, please. He does not seem like a master here. So we go back to Tanji, who smells the musky night air that is arising, and. You know, it's just on the on the cusp of darkness, and he knows that something bad is going to happen. He gets that eerily feeling. End of episode. End of episode. Yeah, I mean, that is one way to know. Like, what if you were just outside one day and it started smelling like a basement? Yeah, You'd be like, oh my god. Do you like the musky smell? You like going down to an unfinished basement? It depends. Sometimes and sometimes not. Okay, interesting. I. That's the thing about you, Chad. You're so complex. You never know which side you're gonna, which side of the fence you're gonna be uh, on. If it's uh, if it's something, I don't have to s- stay around every day. Yeah. Okay. I used to at one of my old houses. We had an unfinished basement. I would go down there and just throw the ball against the wall for just hours at a time, and I loved going down there. And you get used to it too quick. Oh, you do get used to it. Yeah, it doesn't take long. Anyways, my biggest takeaway from this episode, I think this uh, demon is going to be another fun one to um, deal with. Look but at oh. what is going on at Anosuke's house? Yeah, it because here we thought, oh wow, the demon is there, but it's actually not. Right. Unless it's a different one. Unless it's a different, yeah, I don't... I know you can't say much, but I'm just trying to think what that could be. There's obviously still two um, two other wives that I would imagine are somewhere, or they they might already be dead. All very interesting. All very interesting. You know there was a post uh, credit scene, right? Oh no, I missed that. You missed that? Thank goodness I'm a professional podcast. Because Demon Slayer over. usually has the stupid post credit scenes. So yeah, they expect- got they got the silly post credit scenes. But when I finished and saw that there were four minutes left, I was like. Okay, I know this is an anime, but something's not quite right here. So I got it here. Three little girls awake Zenitsu after he got knocked out. He had a dream that he had become a man, is what he tells them. <laughs> <laughs> he says, he because he was doing exactly what any man would do, which is save a girl. And yes, even was. after all this, and talking in a man's voice and clearly being a man, uh, the stupid children still don't figure it out. They're like, well, they are children. A lot of children are dumb. I hope you still are okay, uh, Mrs. Woman. They call him Mrs. Woman, which is how I knew that they still didn't know that he was a guy. <laughs> and then as they leave, that what did you call them? The the uh, what the ropes? You had a name for them? Scarf we were, tentacles. The scarf tentacles. I cannot believe I didn't remember what you were referring to them as. Uh, they wrap around them. 
Oof. Yeah, which just goes back to my point of like if he had played it a little bit better and not gotten himself knocked out, you know, maybe Tanji wasn't gonna have to go off of so, a uh, so the the a demon musky scent outside. The demon just waited for nobody to be around to grab him. Mm-hmm. Because yeah, I mean, which makes a lot of sense. Like yeah. they they had it figured out that he was a member of the Demon Slayer Corps, so just waited for their moments, snatched them up. So. Zenitsu is in some trouble. He fumbled the bag there. Um, I do have a question as far as, like, what the hell is Tengen doing? Is he just getting his... That is a good question. We have not gotten him in, like, two episodes on Is this. he just getting his jollies off? Dude, what if he is just going to town on, on one the of the entertainment? houses? I mean, he's beautiful, so I get, like, that he could, He just also... has, like, seven, like, madams. Like, the older ladies just going to town on him. Also, I thought about this this episode. Think about if he had successfully taken um, those two young women that he was trying to steal a couple episodes ago, and just basically, you know, put them in. <laughs> put they, them in as a. Uh, they would have done terrible. <laughs> they would have done terrible, and it would have been so sad. Like, yeah, they would have uh, probably died. Oh, you're, you're uh, whores now, is yeah. what he would have said. What would happen if a if one of the gentlemen tried to have sexual intercourse with, like, Inosuke. I mean, like I said last episode, this organization does seem pretty, you know, they're doing it the right way. If you have to own a brothel, this is how you should do it. Mm -hmm. Everything seems very safe. Everything seems sanitary. I feel like the women have a lot of power, a lot of say, except for when the demon's going around telling them to clean up their room. Right. But still, I just don't like the idea of thinking of like some that those little haunted triplets. Of uh, one of them yeah. going in there. Too young. Too young. Got to be at least nineteen or twenty. Anyways, I'm excited to see what else comes. Um, that was a good episode. Tanji's on the case now. Anosuke's dealing with a attic ghost, and we'll see how it all comes together. Sounds good. Follow us at Ronnie and Chad. Subscribe to our YouTube channel. Uh, join the Discord in the link below, and you can email us at the podcast chronicles at gmail.com. I've been Ronnie. I've been Chatty. Peace. Peace.